0: All right, so um, tonight is uh, Yotas Kislev, right? So the Fevreng is going to be tomorrow night. Connect uh, Yotas and Chav, which we'll talk about tomorrow night. But it is Yotas Kislev, but it's also Monday night and the regular Monday night shir. So what I, what I want to do is uh, we'll continue on the regular theme of Monday night shir, a mitzvah week, something related to the parasha, a mitzvah related to the parasha. But Be'z Hashem, we'll try to connect it to Yotas Kislev too. Shouldn't be too difficult. Parshas Vayesha very often is with this case, so it must be that they're connected anyway. All right. So in this 6th parsha we have the uh, the mechira, the sale of Yesvat Zadik. So I figured, if all the mitzvahs to talk about, maybe it'd be appropriate to talk about uh, a mitzvah of called goynev nefesh, the uh, prohibition of kidnapping. Might the most the most uh, you know. It might not be something that uh, jumps off the page as super exciting or super relevant or super optimistic, but uh, well, we'll see. As Hashem, big, big Yisidus and Avodah come from it again. As you know, something that we've seen all the time. You know, when you look at a mitzvah, look at a certain aspect of halacha, just in the just in terms of the body of Chiznius. So it's limited. It's limited. You know, so unless you're uh, God forbid planning on kidnapping someone, these halachas are not so relevant. But in Pinimius, when you look in the soul, every mitzvah is interconnected with every other mitzvah, and that means it's interconnected with any, with everything. With everything that that that's who we are, so all of a sudden this mitzvah becomes extremely relevant, and in a certain sense the whole Indian chesedus is really connected to this uh, this particular mitzvah. Okay, so let's begin to learn. So in Ramaka number one, you have um, the pasuk that records this uh, issue. It's in Parshis Ki Okay, in Sefer Devarim. So again, it, it comes up in our parasha because the Shvatim sell Yosef Tzadik into slavery, but but this Indian is. Uh, the pasuk and in say it says so it says as follows. And it's all going to be revolving around sort of pulling apart this pasuk. The Pasek is, If a person is found, a person is caught, who steals a soul, steals a Jew from his brothers, from the Jewish people, this Amar and uses him, in other words, uses him to, to work, or to, the Gemara says, even something as benign as standing in front of a wind. Some level of hishtamshas some level of usage. So he steals the person, kidnaps the person, against his will, obviously, and uses him for some sort of personal gain, benefit, whatever it is, pick up his bags, or again, like I said, blocking the wind, whatever it is. Umacharay, and he sells him to someone else as a, as a slave. Who? this uh the kidnapper, the original, the ganav, is put to death. It's a death penalty. Ubiartoramakabecha, you should obliterate all evil, from your mitz, so that's in the pasuk. So this is called ganev nefesh. So it's ganev nefesh that steals a soul. And so this pasuk is telling us it's a chi of misan. That's capital punishment. And the pasuk tells us three conditions, three parts of this uh, of this violation that you chai of misan. Again, the actual geneva to steal the person. We'll see what that means to steal a person. But what's called in the pasuk gainav nefesh steals the person, kidnaps him. Number two, this uses him on some levels for something, umacharay, and then sells it. That's what the Basic says. <coughs> These three things, that's a violation of Ganev Nefesh and Nisa. Okay, so the, the Sugya in, in Shasa talks about this halach, it's, a, it's a, basically a blot or so. In Sanhedrin, daf pehe, pehe, pevav. That's the soggy over there. So there's a Mishnah in Sanhedrin, and Tav Pei, that talks about this. It mentions just a few of the halacha. So we're not going to get too much into the details of the halacha. We're just going to be focusing on sort of the aside, the the concept behind this mitzvah. And we're going to find, I think we're going to see three opinions of the Rishonim in terms of understanding what is the the essential nature of this prohibition. What's the essential nature of the problem over here? And then we'll see uh, see where that takes us. And again, in Nigla, you could have different opinions. So this goes like this way, this goes that way, and they're all just different. When you take those differences and then you put it in the framework of Primus tyra, then those differences, they still are different, but they, 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 they're they bringing out a, a nuance. Each one is bringing a nuance to each other. You'll see. So let's begin like this. The Mishnah in Sanhedrin, again, on, um, it's on, it's on Peihei over there. So the Mishnah says as follows. Againiv nefesh Now this Mishnah, this, this line of the Mishnah, is discussing step one. Again, so it's three steps that the Pesach says. Actual geneva, the usage of the person, and selling him to someone else. So in terms of the first step, which is ganev, what does it mean to do an act of geneva? What does that mean to be classified as a ganev nefesh? Even before you get to the next steps of actually using the person and selling him to another person, but, you know what does that mean to be ganev nefesh? says the Mishnah, ha ganev nefesh me if Gav, a person uh, kidnaps, whatever, is, 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 steals uh, another person, <laughs> it's only called Ganeva, it's only called Ganeva unless the Ganev brings the person, the Nignav, the one that's being stolen, into his Rishos. It says like the Mishnah, you have to bring the, uh, the Nignav into, into your Rishos as the Ganev. Now that's all the Mishnah says. What does it mean to bring into one's Rishos? That's, that's what we're going to see. Now, in Marmachal number three, the Gemara records a brysa, that gives a little bit more of a definition of what this means. So the Mishnah says as follows, ganvai, if let's say, you know, again, the Ganif steals the nigna, right? So a person is, uh, steals the person, again, again, we have to see what that means. Vloy right but doesn't do the final step of selling to a third party, Right? Or, or or another situation, Mach, right? or let's say he does sell the person as a slave to a third person, the but didn't do step one properly. And so he never went through that process of taking this uh, abductee into his rishos. So even though he went through the next steps of using him uh, to block to block a wind or to carry his luggage, or whatever it is and actually sold him, on the, the slave trade to some other person, but he didn't do step one of being gaynev nefesh, of bringing him into his rishos, then, then obviously it's, uh, there's other violations. So the guy's uh, definitely a bad guy. But, but in terms of chiev misa, he doesn't get because he's missed that step one. So it says like the Mishnah. So to have step one, it means you have to be machnis, the person into your rishos. That's what it means to be to be gaynev. Okay, that's what the Mishnah says. That's what the Rishos says. What, what does that mean practically? What does that mean to be machnis someone into your rishos, to bring him into your rishos? What does that mean? So this is where we have different opinions in the Rishonim. Okay, so Marmaka number four is the Ramban. Okay, this is the Ramban on Chumash in Sefer Shemais. This this, this passage that we started with Parshas Ki is also mentioned in Sefer Shemais. And over here, the Ramban in Sefer Shemais explains what's going on over here. And a little bit of background. Basically, what we're going to see in the Ramban is as follows: is that the Ramban understands that the way to view this this whole process of being gainef nefesh and so on and then selling the person to a third party and it's it's Nisa, basically this is the same process as you would find with any object of, that you would steal in other words in, in, let, let's let's take a step back for a second what what does it mean to be a ganef uh, i want to uh, steal a car guys uh, steal your cow your your you know whatever is your dog whatever it is what 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 is it what do i have to do in order to classify me as a ganif on regular objects that we usually think of as to geneva. So what does that mean? So that's just me, right? Okay, fine. So that's fine. <laughs> so what does that mean? So in alukh is like this, there's something that's called Kinyan What What is Kinyan geneva mean? Means we know that if I want to if, if you're if if I want to buy something from you or or you wanna give me something as a gift, so just saying it's yours doesn't do anything. I have to be it I have to do a mice Kenyan. What's a Maiseh An act of acquisition, right? Hagba, uh, pick it up, bring it into my rish- Do something, do something, some sort of Maiseh Now obviously, that's all normal and good when, when, when you're willing to give it to me. So fine. The Torah's Mechavish is such a thing that's called a Maiseh Kenyan Geneva, which is that if I do these acts, which under normal healthy circumstances would make me the owner of it, but I'm now doing it to steal it from you, and those acts is what makes me a God. So the moment, so if I go into a person's home, right? And, oh, that's a nice, uh, that's a nice little chair. I'm going to steal that chair. And I go over to the chair, and I pick it up. Three tefachim off the ground. So if the owner wanted to give it to me, that would be called Hagbah, That's called kin haqba, and then it's mine. And then whatever happens to the chair, it's on me, it's, it's my chair. It's no longer the Balbus's chair. But I'm not doing it with his permission. I, bro- I broke into his house and I'm doing hagbah as a ganav. Well, says the Torah, that meisakinion now is called a meisakinion geneva. You just acquire this share in- to make yourself a ganav, and therefore all the responsibilities and the you know punishments, everything that comes with ganeva, just kicked in because he did a meisakinion. That's that's what I say. is so. For example, we have a halacha. There's a pasuk in Chumash, which is it's a it's a it's a It's a pasuk in, it's a in say Mishpatim. It's a whole suggi in Bab, in Babakam, It's a whole discussion. It's called ganav uh, ganav umachar. What's ganav umachar? So the pasuk says, for example, if I go into your farm or whatever it is you have, you have sheep, whatever it is, I go into your flock and I steal one of your sheep and I sell it and I sell it. So the Torah says that as a ganav, there are certain punishments that I get. But if I stole it, and I sold it, I get even more punishments. The dollar of the hay, I have to pay four times as much of the value. Now what does it mean to be a... So over there also you have two steps, right? So you, you steal the sheep, and I sell it. So what does it mean to steal a sheep? I do a kenya Geneva. I do a kenya, I have to pick it up. I have to schlep it to my house. I do something that if the guy was, with well, the farmer was happy about it, it would make it mine. So I do that. It makes it mine for Geneva purposes. Says the Ramban, that's exactly the model that you have to think of when it comes to this sugya of ganev nefesh. That just think just as if I were to go into the person's home and I'm stealing his his sheep, so I would have to do a ma'isa hagba, ma'isa kinyan, in order to establish myself as a ganif over this sheep. And then if I sell it, I have certain punishments that are quadrupled and and, and so on upon, upon me as the Gemara says in Rabbi Kama, because, you know, it's one thing, you took, you, you, you already stole it, you stole it from me, now you're, you're sending it to your Hopetz, you know, you're like, you know, just, just, just uh, turning the knife even more, you know what I'm saying, like, you're, you're, that if I steal an object, and then, it's one thing, I already took it out of his Rishos, right, I already stole it, and now I'm sending it even weiter, it's even worse. So says the Rambam, that's the model I have to think of over here, meaning, when the Gemara says, when the Mishnah and the Braises said that what does it mean to be a Ganev Nefesh? It means, Machnisa the reshusa. he says the Ramban, it means a Maisek It means you go into the, the, the guy's home and you do a hagbah on the guy, right? Or you do a Meshich on the guy. Whatever misa Kenyan would establish yourself as a Ganev if this was a, a chair, that's what you do to a human being. And if then, after that, you also use him a little bit you know, for any, some, any sort of Shemesh, and you sell him, and what does it mean to sell? Also, no different than any object. How do you sell objects? Uh, with kesef, with star, Bu- uh, Buying and selling, commerce, monetary and yonim. That, that's, that's what you do. All these halachas of monetary and yonim, of, of stealing and selling products, and, and actual uh, metatlin and zachen like this, apply that to human being, that's called Gain Nefesh. Now, but here's the chiddush. The chiddush is that none of this actually happens. In other words, when I go into the guy's home and I pick up the chair... I actually acquired it for the purposes of Geneva, and if you were willing to give me the chair, I'm own it. If I go into your, if I go to you right now and, and I just pick you up and I say, you know, l'shem I'm being kind of you, <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. So it's an interesting halacha because the halacha is this, this whole mitzvah is basically pretend as if this guy would be a sheep, and then all the you know and follow through with all the halachas of of how to pick him up and so on, but he's not a sheep. Which it means that you you can't you can't own something you can't buy someone without him willing. There's no such thing as you know the whole thing is like is it, it, it's as if you are as if you are going as if you're a machir. If I sell him the mechira, there's no actual mechira, right? <laughs> the guy's not willing to be sold. There's no there's no mechira over here. So it's like an interesting halacha where nothing really is happening, like technically speaking, but you're going through the motions of what of what would theoretically do something if this guy was a sheep. If the guy's a chair, then Takami me picking him up and then selling him to selling the chair to some other guy. So halachically, halachically, in terms of Geneva level kinyanim, that other guy owns him, owns the chair right now. So we're going to th- pretend as if he's a chair. I, he's not a chair, and meaning and since he's not a chair, none of this is actually real. Okay, that's the halacha. That's the Ramban. That's the Ramban views it. So take a look at the Ramban and our number before. Says the Rebbein, Hakosvah Zed Lameh. going in this pasuk. The pasuk is coming to teach us. To teach us, Amashisheninu. This meaning, this is the pasuk. Says the Ramban, that's the root of that Mishnah, Sanhedrin, that we saw in the second Maromokim. Hagayin of Nefesh, Einachayiv, Sen of the Rishusay. That a, a, a gain of nefesh, that first step is not chayev, unless you bring him into Yurishus. What does it mean to bring him into Yurishus? Well, says the ramban, what we're going to, about to see. If Amr and The braisa continues. If you did do that first step, but you didn't sell him, or machray, or you did sell him vadaynu but you didn't bring him into yerushas, as that first step potter. So what does that mean? Says the ramban. The point is as follows. Lelamed shadina kedin sharganavim that the way to look at this sogya is we're looking at it from a vantage point of regular gineva on, on objects. Happens to be, he's not just an object, and therefore, in the halachas of kinyonim and the halachas of even kinyonig gineva, nothing is really happening. But that's the xerisakas of look, pretend as if, imagine this thing, this guy was an object. If, you, if the activities that, you've, that you did to this person would make you a ganif, then then that's called Gainiv Nefesh and Your chayev Misa. That's the that's the Ramban. So for example, by the case of the sheep, if I go into the guy's flock and right then and there, without picking it up, without doing anything, I shech the sheep, right? Or I uh, I make I, 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 I sell it to some third person. So Pater, that's not that's I wouldn't be high of the additional obligations of 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 the halach of stealing a sheep and then selling it, why? Because they didn't steal it first. It means you have to go through step one. So it says the rabban. But if I go into the guy's, uh, you know, uh, you know, one of I don't know what sheep place, whatever it is, farm. I guess that's what's called. When you go to the farm, and it's been a long day, you go to the farm and you pick up the. But you pick up the sheep, right? Or mishicha, I draw it out of the pen, out of the farm, or whatever it is. And then, uh, so that's really, I'm a Ganev. That's called a Maisa Gneva. That's called a Kini Gneva. If I then go and I shecht it, or I then go and I sell it to a third party, Chayev, that, that, that certainly I'm obligated the additional penalties of Ganev, umachar, of, of stealing an object and then selling it, which comes with additional pel- penalties. The Chaynza, and that's exactly how you have to look at this situation. The Ganev has to be koina this person, with Kinyoni Niganeva. So let's say picking the guy up, okay. So that's called hagbah. If this guy was a sheep, it would work fine. and then you sell him to a third person. day, and the, because this is what it means, that it's now found in your hand, it's now found in your rishos. In other words, Again, in Hilchis kinyanim, you could be acquire something by putting something in your rishos, or you could acquire something by having it in your hands. So, either case, the point is, I have to, uh, I have to do a maisek kinyan on this guy to establish myself as a ganef, as I would if this was a sheep or this was a chair. So that's what I'm doing to a person. I The whole thing is ridiculous. Uh, by picking him up, I'm not actually making any There's nothing. He's a human being. I can, he's not a chair. Imagine he is. That's the halacha. That's the way the Torah works. The cheyma shenem or And the same thing is the final step. Selling the guy. What does it mean to sell him? Well, says the Ramban, sh'tzorach kinyan Also, Kinyanim in the world of Kenyonim. In other words, says the Ramban, This guy could be sitting in his living room, and he could, and he doesn't have to actually move from his house. But the way the process is working is that I went into his house, I picked him up off his sofa, kinyan. Ah, uh, I was kind to him. Fine. And then I text my friend, who says, "Okay, you want to?" I said, "You want to buy this guy for hundred dollars?" Sure. He sends me the money, kasef. Whatever it makes a kinyan kasef. And this guys he's sitting on his couch the whole time, right? Okay, in between, I had him uh, carrying my bags for me, whatever it is. I did that middle step too. But it's all, it's all happening without him actually being picked up and moved anywhere. And not only, so practically, in a certain sense, something happened to him. And, he, and legally, nothing really happened to him. Again, he's not a chair. He's not a couch. He's not a, a sheep. Picking him up and having this monetary transaction didn't actually do anything. But it would have done something if he was a sheep, and that's the halach of the an Huh? An so an Eved, taka there kenyanim can work, but we're talking about a ben chayron, a regular ben chayron. You can't just go and decide to to be kinyanim. A regular yisrael, there's such a thing as a person that wants to sell himself as an Eved. As an evid. there's such a thing. My there's such a thing. When he's well, yeah, when he wants to, when he's voluntary, I can't. There's no such thing as kenyanim to go on a person against his will. So such a thing doesn't exist. So he says, So the final step of selling also, you need a, 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 a kinyan like, like any other Kenyanim. Again, either Taka either taking man out of his house, that would be a Maisek kinyan, or so Yishayag or or Do Hagbo. So I pick the guy up off his couch for a second, and I call my friend Yankel, oh, I'm going to sell him to you. So he's, okay, I'll, I'll be right there. So he comes, uh, picks him up. <laughs> the guy's sitting there the whole time. He's like, you know, okay, that's called Ganav. Umachar. That's called Ganav Umachar. says this is the final words of the Ramban. And he says, There's nothing here that's new and it's different than what we find in the regular classic Halachas of Geneva, of objects. This is just the, the Halachas of Geneva just being applied to a human being. I, when you apply to human being, it means it's not really happening. Okay, kacha. But that's what the Torah says. You do something that if this guy was a chair, it would work. That's called chay So that's what the Ramban is telling us. That the, and it's, it's pretty black and white. That The, 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 the way to think of this, of this whole inyan is this is geneva. This is geneva. This is a geneva dika halacha. This is a geneva dika violation. I stole this person. I and by so listen once I stole him and I picked him up and I did a kidney kin- kin- geneva, that's already, I'm ready a godv I'm ready a god, of, a god of. I then I then doubled down on it or not not doubled down is not the right word I then um, I, I, I I increased the geneva. I, I moved him that much farther away from the original ownership of himself by selling him to a third person again this is similar to what we found, uh, have a parish and parsonage about them if I steal a sheep or if I steal a cow, and then I sell it to a third person, I don't just have to pay back uh, the cow and the sheep, I have to pay back four times or five times the amount. That's a geneva concept. The Torah says, you're a ganif and now you, 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 you deepen your geneva by selling it to a third person. It's a geneva inion, and that's what's going on over here as well. That's the So that's true. That is a khirish over here that we don't find with geneva, that you have to do an act of servitude or something like that, mm-hmm. the Ramban would say that's exer sakasav. You're right; it's a little bit funny, but, but but the concept is similar to what we found by of okay. the Okay. Like well, no, the guy the guy yeah, could be no, putting up a fight, but I'm bigger than him. No, he doesn't know, doesn't so we're going to talk about that. Oh, we're going to see about that. Let's say he's sleeping. Right. Cancer, he no idea. So so it's interesting. It, theoretically, yeah. Theoretically, yeah. It's he yeah. could yeah, have no idea that's a very good question too so it, you're right according to this I mean the whole thing is a little bit funny not only is the the application from objects to person funny in Geneva terms because it, it doesn't work also it's funny just st- stealing from who what does it mean like who owned this guy originally I'm stealing from it's himself especially when he doesn't even know what's going on yeah he doesn't even know what's going on so like what well, am I stealing so that, that's also it, it, so this is all a funny way of, but that's how mind looks at it we're going to see when we get to the, the end we'll see how it how it, how it, how it comes back this is all the world of the Rambod fight. Now let's move to a different camp, sort of the opposite extreme, and that's the world of Taisvis. To give a little bit of background though, if you take a look at Maramak in the Reh five. there's a Gemara in Sanhedrin. Now this Gemar over here, also in the same block, but this Gemara is talking about the third step. Again, until now we've been talking about sort of the first step, and now the Gemar over here talks about the final step, which is selling to a third person. And the Gemar says an interesting halacha. It says the Gemar Rab Shimon Oimer Reb Shimon says, if you take a look at the first posak that we quoted from, so again the words are, right? That if you, thought, if you, if you catch a person who steals another Jew, who's Nefesh, from his brothers, from the Jewish people. I mean, so it's, it's, it's saying, meaning, meaning he, he stole a Jew. So that's what it says, what's the additional word, from his brothers? So it comes Rav Shimon, and Rav Shimon says, means, says Rav Shemin, it comes to tell you, that and it's interesting that the final step, the third step, which is selling to a third party, that third party cannot be related to the person that's being sold. Me'echav. He has to be found at the end of the day, meaning after the third step is done and he's sold to some other else, he. He's not by his brother. He's not by his brother. So in other words, if I go to, you know what I'm saying, I, I steal the guy and I'm selling him, who am I selling him to? The person that I'm selling to can't be related to him, if the person I sell him to is related to him, that's not called the third step, that's not called the proper third step. That's the more okay, it's just a cost of based on the word mecha. Finished comes Tysus, number six. Tysus over there says, One second, okay, so now Tysus says Tysus is dealing with something that the Ramban took for granted, not I shouldn't say took for granted, but but took as an assumption. In, in, the, in the Ramban, in Maramaka number 4, he mentioned this a couple times. And the, the example that I, I've been giving is that, again, what does it mean to be to do that first step of geneva? It means you have to do a Maisek Kenyan. What's an example of a Maisek Kenyan? So the, the Ramban kept on giving two examples. Bringing him to Yerushos like Mashiach, or Hagba. You go to the guys' house and pick him up. If he was a chair, that would be good enough too. Taisvis says, Taisvis comes in Marmolka number 6 and says, no, 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 Hagba's not good enough. Hagba's not good enough. For step 1 to work... You don't think of it, says the Teisvis, in the model of the Ramban, which is Maisa Kinyanim. Again, the Ramban is thinking Maisa Kinyanim. Well, Maisa Kinyanim, Hagba is one of them, and Meshichah is another. But Maisa Kinyanim says Teisvis, no, 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 that's not how you have to think of it. You have to think of it, we'll see inside in a second, you have to think of it in the following way. I have to eventually get him, says Teisvis, to some foreign place that's so unfamiliar to him, that he's mamish, It's not even that he's not even, not even that he's working by someone's house. That's not even related to him. That's the destination. Says Teisviz, If that's where I have to get, then the beginning of that journey cannot be just him on his couch being picked up. Says Teisviz, If if in order to be high if step three means that he's mamish, like like how did I get here? Like completely, you know, in someone else's house uh, as a, as a butler, not even anyone that he knows that recognizes no one that's related to him. Then the beginning of that journey has to be some level of movement outside his home," it says is Like this, the If you go into the guy's house and want to do step one, and the way you're going to do it is Hagbah, picking the guy up, So you, it, it could be you would think that that would be good enough, ka because that's something that you find by Geneva, which is what the Ramban, which is what the Ramban held. The says but Inami, but the truth, Inami says Taisis, no, Hacha. The Says Tysus, if you see by step three that even when he is sold, if he's sold to a relative, that's not good enough. So says Tysus, that he has to be, mommy be taken out of what? Of his brother's. He can't even be related. He can't even be sold to a relative. Then that means even step one can't be in the guy's own house. Let's understand. Where is Taisa coming from? And then when I explain where Taisa is coming from, this will make more sense. Where, see, whereas the Ramban viewed this whole Inyan, this whole Sugya, from Geneva perspective. That was the main thing. Ah, you need a step two and step three. That's just to uh, make the Geneva even worse. But it's a Geneva sugya, just like by a sheep, that there's a such thing as stealing and then selling, which makes the Geneva worse, and I get increased punishment. Same thing over here. That's not how Tysis is thinking of it Tysus is thinking of it from the opposite end that the real aver over here and the real problem is not geneva it's that i'm selling a jew into slavery i'm t- i'm taking someone that was a ben Chiron, that was free and i'm selling him on the on the market in other words Tysus doesn't view this as just a like sort of you know strange halakhic thing going on in the guy's living room no 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 no. as we'll see in a second based on the gemara Tysis understands that that stage three is not just a qu- when Rav Shimon said let's put it this way when Rav Shimon said in the Gemara that stage three means that you can't sell him to a relative. Taisa says that doesn't just mean that you know officially who's buying him can't just be relative. It means that he has to be he has to find himself as an evid, you know as as mamshen evid. he has to be he has to be sold on the slave market. He has to be sold on the slave market. And if he, and not, not only that, he has to be sold on the slave market to someone that's not his relative, that's Mamish going to treat him like an avid. So the way Tysus is viewing this is not that it's not a geneva thing that becomes worse now that you sold him. It re, this is really all about having a Jew that was until now a free person, and he's now being, being put into slavery. So according to Tysus, this is very real. This is not a symbolic, halachic, if the guy was a sheep. No, no, this is a real thing. Something really happened to this guy. <laughs> he woke up in the morning, you know, everything was normal, and all of a sudden he, he, gets a, he gets kidnapped and he's now sold into slavery. And so says Teisvis, that's the final destination. In other words, in order to be chayiv, the final, the, 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 at the end of the day, what has to happen is that he's mamish, sold into slavery. Well, says Taishwiss, if that's the final step, then the first step has to be, has to be that process. And so says Taishwiss, having him on his couch and picking him up, that's not good enough to say that you began a journey that eventually re- results in him being in foreign uh, soil, in someone else's home, and Mamish living as a slave. In order to start that journey, you have to literally take him out of his home. And so says Taishwiss, when the Mishnah and the Brisa said that your only chayiv was step one, Achiachni Senelarishusai, Till you bring him into your rishos, says it doesn't mean a halachic kenyan. No, no, it means literally you took him out of his home. And but if you go into his home and do a halachic kenyan, that's it's, it, nothing happened. Aleph and base that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not extreme enough to say that you began a process that's going to lead in mamish in being uh, a slave. Yeah, but if it's all about the- So that's true. The Torah is, again, there's still Gzair Sarkasas at play. So the Torah is still telling us that these are the steps you have to do or you shouldn't do, you know, to be Chayiv Misa. But the, he, here's the point. We have these two, two bookends, Geneva and then Mechira. The way the Ramban is viewing this is that this is all the Icar is where it starts from. It's, it's a Geneva Dika issue. And so once it's a Geneva Dike issue, then the Ramban already is now viewing this. Okay, now let's go to Baba Kama. You know what I mean? Let, let's, see, Let's think in those, in those, in that viewpoint, that lens of Geneva. And so says the ramban. So many things shift. So says the ramban. First of all, it could all be just be halachic. You know what I'm saying? Hagbah. You know, I pick him up. Uh, my neighbor comes and he picks him up. And when Rav Shimon says, for example, that he can't be sold to a relative, it doesn't mean they have to. He has to literally find himself. You know, in some other guy's house that's not his relative. It means whoever is officially doing the second hagbah can't be related to him. But it's all—it's all just kinyanim, says Taisus. No, 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 That's not the way you view it. it, it the Icar is not the geneva part. The Icar is the mechira part. The over here is not stealing someone. That vera is making someone a slave. And that until now was not a slave, and that's—that can be very real. If you sell, sell someone on a slave mind, that's very—that's very, a—that's a real thing. The guy can be screaming, you know. It says in Chayish but that he can't be kind to me. I'm like, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> you're a slave now. That's how you're living. You're living as an Evan now. And says Tysus, that's the point. That's the Isser over here. And, so the, and then the Torah says, okay, but in order to be chayyah for that, you have to have begun that process. You have to be the one to sort of, you know, from beginning to end. What is the beginning of that? The beginning of that is not picking the guy from his couch, the beginning of that is slugging out of his home. That's the beginning of that. That's what Tysus is saying. So it's a whole different perspective. Again, in, in the Ramban, this is a geneveth. It's, it's, it's an isr of goynev nefesh. In Taish, this is not a Gainevnefish. nefesh. This is Umahray. This is an isr of, of selling a person into slavery. And just that alone is a terrible, terrible affair, as we'll see in a second. But if you began that, if you were the one to also begin that process, then, then you're chayiv nisaf for that. What does it mean to begin that? Well, to begin that, 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 that takes, that's an That's not just... You know, in the guy's own house. That's the, I begin the journey to get him there. He has to leave his home, and if I did that, that's called gets this from the case of Nefesh. So no, this is not unrelated to dalav so could of be within the guy's, the guy's farm. The case of has also shina, You have You could do such a thing, but it doesn't have to be such an extreme thing. I'll, I'll show you where Tzitzis gets this from. You'll see in a second. Okay. okay. A a not, no, we don't find like such it? a thing. So the pusuk calls it Geneva, so he can't really avoid that term, but he's not the he's but that's not how he's looking at it. You'll see in a second, you will know, see in a second where it's coming from. Take a look at Maromoch number seven. Now, get a little background before we read this gemara, we know there's a there's a classic rule in halacha when it comes to Yidin. We'll see by gaim, it's not so much, but by Yidin, there's such a thing is that when you, you cannot have capital punishment or, for that matter, any punishment in Bezdin, unless you could point to a particular pasuk that the person. A, an aver that you violated in other words you'll never have such a thing in Chumash where it says if you do this you get this punishment you have to have a Pasuk before that telling you you're not allowed to do this and if you do it this is the punishment so whenever the Gemara has a Pasuk which just seems to tell us a punishment but we, the, the, Gemara, the, the question is okay I hear the punishment what's the Pasuk what, what's the official Pasuk that says don't do this so the same thing over here. Maramukah number one that we started with is a pasag that doesn't, never told you you're not, you're not allowed to do this. It says, if you do it, it's capital punishment. So says the Gemara like this. <coughs> Maramukah number seven. So fine, in all of Chumash, where is there a pasig though that tells you you're not allowed to do this? So it's interesting. So says the Gemara, two opinions. Rabbi Yahshia says, Milay one of the Aserah right? One of the Aserah is don't steal. And as the Gemara explains, when it says "don't steal" over there, it doesn't. It's not about money. One of the one of the classic ways of interpreting chumash is dover halamim to learn to take a pasik and to learn from the context. The context of those psukim of lesinif are it's surrounded by things that are capital punishment, Sinaf, right. Or you know, avoid the zara. I mean, aseret are big things. So says Rabbi Yeshe, When it says lay doesn't mean not to steal objects. It means like the fashion. It's not to kidnap. That's what signif means. Says Rabbi Yeshe, So that's the pasuk. That's the that's the prohibition that you're in violation of that legitimizes the capital punishment. Rabbi Yechonon says no. No, there's a different pasuk. It's another pasuk, also in Parshav's mishpatim, completely unrelated thing. The pasuk of here is talking about in Ebed Ivri, legitimate Evid that you own, happens to be Jewish. It's a <laughs> chiddish. Says the Pasuk, You're not, if this Eved Ivri is being sold, and he's supposed to be sold, Bezin is selling him, you know, whatever, or he's selling himself, it's fine. Don't Says the Pasuk, don't sell him like you would sell a Gaisha slave. What does that mean? So the Gemara doesn't fill in the blanks, but I'll fill it in for you. It means that the Raman articulates this in Hilches that when you're selling an Evid ivory, it has to be done with covet, there's with dignity, bitznias. It's supposed to be, you know, on the uh, the open marketplace. You put the guy up there and says, Who wants this piece of meat, Chas v'sham. for an Evid Ivri, you don't do such a thing. And if a person sells an Evid Ivri on the open market as if he's an Evid Kanani, something like that, you're in violation of Layimkurum Karasafir. Says Rabbi Akhan, that's the prohibition that you're in violation of that legitimizes the Chiyav Misa of Gain of Nefesh. That's Rabbi Ay-Shiya says, Le mm-hmm. Signaiv, Rabbi says, Le Yimkram mm-hmm. Mekeres And says the Gemara of the truth is there's no real Machlakes, they're both, you're in violation of both. Ma'arka chash of lav de Gneva, o of lav de Mechira. Right? There's a step one and a step three. So the step one is Le <laughs> Signev, and the step three is Le Yimkram Mekeres Okay, so at the end of the day, they're both, these are the two lavin that are in play, you know, in this in this sugya, and the, the punishment is going to be, you know, sort of coming from these two prohibitions. But at the end of the day, again, so why is Rabbi Yosheh picking one, and why is Rabbi Yehoshua picking the other? I mean, they they both agree that these are two different lav. you know, what I'm saying so. They, they both knew all of chumash. To me, it's it, like again, you know, you can definitely suggest you could sort of hear these two shittas in the rishonim from these two opinions. If you were the ramban, right, and the ramban is being asked, what what's the lav? that is ultimately fueling this whole Sogya? The answer is leh Signif. Okay, there's a leh which is talking about objects, and there's leh signav, talking about people. But it's leh If you were to ask Teisvis, what's the lav that's fueling this whole sughia? Well, from you're selling a Jew into slavery. Yes, of course, it has to start with the gain of nefesh. You have to start with the process of, of geneva. But it's all from the vantage point and from the viewpoint of laim karsavim, not to sell this. That the Rambam, for example, writes in in Sefer Mitzvahs that that that's what it means to do mechir over here, the final step three. Not like the bond the guy's on his couch and picking him. up. No, it means that you have to mamish uh, sell him on the marketplace like he was in evikinani. That's how you have to do it, and so that that that's that's how Rabbi is coming. I'll give you an example. There's a, I didn't quote this for you, but there's a there's another Gemara later on in Sanhedrin where the Gemara it's a it's a complicated uh, discussion back and forth. But basically, the Gemara is trying to figure out um, whether, like, how to, how to sort of um, relate the step one with step three, something like that. So, th- th- for our purposes, Rabbi Yechonen says the f- it's Rabbi Yechonen in this other Gemara, which, again, you don't have in front of you. But Rabbi Yechonen's language in that Gemara is de that stealing the guy is the beginning of selling him. It's the beginning of selling him. And that language of geneva, is, is, is very relatable, very understandable in the world of Taisviz, which is, and Rabbi Yechanan was the one that, if you want to pick a lav, Rabbi Yechanan said, selling him into slavery. If the Indian is, again, you're establishing this person as an avid, then again, geneva is the first step towards that process. If I'm looking at the other way, that geneva is the main thing, and just selling him is sort of just, just put salt on the wound, and Geneva is not the beginning of Mechira. Mechira is the end of Geneva. Rabbi Yechelen says, no, Geneva is the beginning of Mechira. I mean, these are the different ways to view it. These are the different ways to view it. And again, it's fundamentally different. According to the according to Rambam, that we're looking at it from Geneva's perspective, nothing truly is happening. Again, it's all just k'ilu, If this guy was a chair, in Taysvis, this is very real. The guy's waking up uh, I and mean, Eved. this is a serious thing. Uh, that, that that's a real zakh well, you can that lav that's a that, that, that's that's real that, that you sold him into slavery the guy could be screaming but it's not chal, but it, uh, it's chal. you know what I mean that, that that that's the way it works so these are the two shiitas okay then there's a third opinion and we're gonna move we're gonna move and we're gonna get into the epidemius. remember it's still this case life, so okay so so there's a third opinion I think and that's the opinion of the miiri. Until then we, again, we've had two, two, op, two options over here, and they're both basically hyper focused on the two prohibitions. Either if like, Again, because that we know what the rule is that if there's a punishment, it has to be preceded by a prohibition. Which prohibitions are in play in this whole Suga? Well, it says Igmar II, Leisignov and Liemkrumem Karis Ovid. Okay, so the Ramban focuses on the Leisignov issue, and everything is viewed from that lens of Geneva. Tysis views it from the lens of Liemkrumem of it, and everything's viewed from that perspective. There's a third opinion, at least I think, which is the Me'iri and, and the Ramba. You'll see in a second. And the, I'll tell you outside. The Me'iri introduces us to a new idea, I think, which is that it's, it's true that you technically need these prohibitions in order to have a punishment. But don't think that the prohibitions have to be defining what the, what the punishment is about. Whereas you technically need, it's like a technicality. You're not going to be able to be given a punishment in Bezin unless Bezin can say you violated this prohibition. But don't think, says the Me'iri, that, that prohibition has to be the definition of what's going on over here. I mean, until now, that's how Taisis and the Ramban are working on it. Like these are the prohibitions. So so th- they define everything. Either either it's Le Signar that's defining it, or Le Yimkrum and Makaris Aved is defining it, but like these are the Lavin that are clearly defining the Sogya. Says the said, so, well, slow down. You have to be in violation of, of one of those prohibitions, but do they have to define what's going on. Therefore, the Me'iri, I think, suggests a third possibility, which is that it's not a geneva. It's not, it's not like, uh, treat him like, a, uh, if he was a chair, you were a Ghanif. and don't, And it's not about making him wake up in slavery. It's about having absolute control over the person that's that's the Indian. when you are in absolute dominance over another yid that's under these particular steps geneva using the person then selling him and of course in those processes you have to be in violation of some prohibition of a signa but it's not geneva and it's not making him an evid it's being in control and what's what do i mean what's the What's the nafshimina? How do you f- pick this up? So it comes to the mirror like this—a chiddush. Miri says this halacha, this whole concept of being chay of misa for goyim of Nefesh, applies to goyim too. Meaning, it's one of the seven, one of the seven mitzvahs, one of the seven mitzvahs. This this fits in one of the seven mitzvahs. But but it's interesting. By goyim, they don't have all these conditions, right? And then, here's the, here would be the perfect model. If this mitzvah were to apply to a guy, then the guy wouldn't have these particular technicalities of. Step one, step two, step three. But if this applies to a guy, you'll be able to just hone in on some zakh. Like, what's the what's the ikirinian? And says the miiri, we, we find this by a guy. Take a look at Mar in the right, You'll see what I mean. It says the miiri, this is in Sanhedrin, Dafnun Vav Says the miiri, Hageneva, Geneva, stealing is one of the Inayich, Right? It's one of this, one of the seven misses they have to keep. And the Allah is, by the way, if a guy violates any one of the seven, it's already chayiv misa. So you don't need special chumras. Like, that's it says the Ramban, says the Ben Noyach Nehragal, right? Geneva is one of the things that a Ben is killed on. Ben Shagonav, I Gazal Mamin, Geneva means either stealing money, I I Shagazal, ay Onas Nefashas. Says the iri, but in Geneva, in that category of Geneva that applies to Ga'yim, it includes stealing objects, it includes, so to speak, stealing people. Okay, fine. That, that would be like Ramban, take away. But as the mirror, but it also it includes, Chas um, an in Indian of Dina. Remember, like the last six parish, of, of, of when Shechem forced himself upon Dina and violated Dina, that would also be in this category of Gainiv Nefesh, that a guy is Chayv Misan. One second. That's a terrible thing. That's a terrible violation of someone. But Geneva? Avdus? Like, which one is that? The answer is neither. There's no Misa Kenyan. It's it's control, it's dominance, it's 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 being in control of someone in a in a horrifying way. That that's and so says the Miri, that's that's Nikhlon Gneva. That when the Torah says of your of your Misa, by a yid it, it comes with these technical details. You have to have step one and step two and step three, all these things. By a guy, you could pull away all those technicalities and just the Indian, if it applies to a guy. He's Chayiv Misa. And what is the Inyan? Says the Meiri. Being in control. Being in control. That even just being in. That's already Chayiv Misa. Mitzad V'shalacha. Says the Meiri Vayetri. He says like this. He says like this. So according to the Meiri, we have this new way of viewing this whole Inyan. Let's go back to a Yid. Says the, according to the Meiri, it's sake step one, step two, step three, but it's not so much about Geneva per se, and it's not so much about again uh, making the guy a slave. It's about creating a scenario where I am in control of this person against his will. That's that's the side of the issue. Again, in order to be chayiv misa for that, so as a guy, if you just isolate that Nakuda in its extreme in an extreme way, chas like by a case of of dina and so on, that's already chayiv misa. By yid, it has to have more stipulations and details. There has to be a step one, a step two, a step three, and so on and so forth with Gedarim. And you have to be in violation of some prohibition, whether it be Leisignaiv, whether it be Leimka But those are all technical details. The etzim inyan is being in control. Now take a look at our number nine. I think this is also the sheet of the Rambam. The Rambam has an unbelievable Vul And this is something that Chaim was referencing before. The Rambam writes in Hilchas Geneva, the following thing, he's talking about these halachas, and says to the Rambam: the Let's say I steal the guy, luhu yashin. He's sleeping, so he doesn't know he's being picked up, right? and then I use him to to you know block a draft or something. and he's still sleeping. and I sell him yashin. This guy he's he's out cold and he's still sleeping. Says the Rambam, he's a Why? Let, let, let's let's work it through for a second. If I'm thinking Ramban. Who cares if the guy's awake or not? The whole, Even if he was awake, the whole thing is not really happening to begin with. So who cares if he's awake or asleep? Did I do, was, I, was there a Maesachinian Geneva? So who cares if he's awake or asleep? If I go, let's say Taisfes. that what the Indian is, he's, he was sold into the slave market. So again, what is the difference if he's awake or asleep? When he wakes up, he's going to find himself as a slave. But if you think of it in the terms of a meiri, that this is not about geneva, and it's not about slavery per se, it's about control, it's about dominance, well, if this guy's asleep, that's not, that everything I did, step one, step two, step three, is not showing my control over the guy. The guy's sleeping anyway. If he's awake, and he's able to fight back, and I'm able to nevertheless do what I want with this guy, step one, step two, step three, that means I was in control. When the guy's asleep uh, so the, the, everyone's in control that's not called that's not called uh, he's gonna wake up soul, right? but, but but the the the, the, mysa, the things that I had to do was which was a misce of, of of being in control of the person it's true maybe he's, he's sold and then someone else is in control of him but as far as me me is concerned I didn't do anything to be to be Charlotte on the person it's that level of of, of, of being poil on the guy that this person is the nifal, he's uh, what's the n- Nifl and Payel. Like, he, he is, um, like, I'm the one that's active and he is reactive in, in a certain sense. He has to be awake for that. This is a Marduk but it, it makes sense in the world of the Mi'iri. So, this is what we have so far three sheets of the Rishonim. Yeah? Okay, so I'm, we're going to move a little quick right now, but uh, the next part you guys are used to anyway, so it'll be fine. So, you have three sheets of the Rishonim again to view this 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 Indian. Again, is it a Geneva thing? Is it a, in, and then now he's an Evid? Or is it just the fact that he's that he is not in control of himself, and I was the, and I was in control. Like he, I, I, I he, he's not a, again. If he's asleep anyway, he's not in control. But I, I put him in a situation where he's not not in control. <clears throat> okay, so it's like this in the in the you know, Yutas Kislev is about the be Bal Tanya becoming free and teaching Torah Sechasedis. So in the Hakdama to Sefer Tanya, the, the says that everything he he taught is svarim v'sayfram. From books and from particular scribes, so the Kabbalah is that the seifrim, this scribes, the people that he received from, that's Misut in and Balshem. What are the Sfarim that he's coming from? So there's different versions, but one tradition is that he, he he's referencing the Maharal. The Maral is a major site to Tzadikas. So I'll explain this in a, a Maralic way. In the writings of Maral, we find the following idea that every single one of us is comprised of two parts. I mean, there's different ways to say it. The most, the more, you know, language that we're used to is like neshama and guf, body and soul, right? Soul and body. In the language of the Maral, the language that he uses is chaymer and surah. Chaymer and surah. What does chaymer and surah? mean, again, you could translate it as like neshama and guf. But more technically, chaymer and sura means, surah means what you can't put your finger on, soul. Something beyond, something untouchable, something... Something otherworldly. And then you have Chaymer. What does Chaymer mean? Chaymer means. gof. Chaymer means it's physical, tangible. In the writings of Moral we find that one of the basic qualities, if you had to sort of define one of the differences between Chaymer and Surah, between, the, again, Chaymer is physical and tangible, where Surah is something more ethereal and spiritual, conceptual, and so on, is the following thing is that the nature of tsura writes the maral all over the place the, the soul and and spiritual and not so tangible is that tsura is never affected tsura is never affected tsura is always in charge that's the nature of tsura tsura is always in charge tsura is never the one that's affected tsura is never controlled tsura is never controlled is tsura needs vessels tsura need that a soul needs a body to to be to be to be viewed through and to make itself known, but ultimately the neshama is not neshama uh, not finished. You know, what I mean, it is what it is. What's chaymer? Chaymer is physicality by its very nature is nifal. It's automatically manipul it it's it's it can be manipulated, it always is manipulated. It's malleable, it doesn't have anything of its own. I'll give you an example. The morale in the writings of the morale, we find this all over the place. That in in the world, there's a certain material which is vet which everything's physical in the world, obviously, but there's one material which is super superheimer And that's what that's water. Why? Water is whatever whatever shape you want it to be. Water doesn't have its own shape, right? You could take take uh, you know, uh, you know, Take the Brooklyn Bridge and drop it in the water for one second. It'll take on the shape of the Brooklyn Bridge and then the Brooklyn Bridge is gone. Water is whatever you want it to be. It, 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 if, if it's on a tilt, if the ground is on a tilt, it'll go down. If it's not on a tilt, it'll stay flat. You know, put it in a glass, in a, in, a, in a glass that's a square, it'll be a square. The word Choymer also is related to the word chamor a donkey, right? A donkey is also a very chomeristic animal. It doesn't have any of its own days. It'll schlep. You want to put pen fridges on its back? It'll schlep. You want to uh, like hook? It'll try. It, it doesn't. It, it, it it's nifal. It, it's it's in the right in the right of moral. It's it's a bechinas of evad. The nature of khimer is is that it's always affected and writes the morale, because of that of a person. The more chimer a person is, and the more Less backbone, the less, the less you're on a mission to change the world. Rather, you're in the world just being affected by it. Then, what's automatically going to happen is that you are then going to become an evid to all the low things in the world, right? Because then everything is dominant over you. Everything tells you what to do. Look at the maral in Maromaka number ten. This is again in Zakhdamat verse Hashem. who eved. Once you have that transition, once you've okay. Now the person, God forbid, is is is. Again, every single one of us, we, have, we, we come into the world and the ideal is, obviously we have Chayim, we have a physical body, we have a part of ourselves which is which is always like taking everything in, right? But we have an ashamma that the gave us gives us which is not supposed to be taking things in, it's supposed to be outputting. And so if a person has that, it's kvadik. But once a person says, okay, tsura, see you later, done. And instead of the Tzura being the one that's in charge of the whole thing, the Chayimur side of the person just says, you know what, I'm going on my own. Then what happens all of a sudden wow he comes you know it's like you know uh you know eyes wide open wow you know it's an amazing place you know and, and everything is like you know he a chimer person is the guy that's you know any pamphlet that they're handing out if they still do that stuff and like the subway see sure why not you know what i mean we're all lizards hate. i believe it too oh we're not lizards anymore okay fine like it it's it, 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 it completely nifal and when you're already a nifal then already, then everything is telling you what to do, and, you, and the person's going to descend to very, very low places, that they completely are no longer, that, that they become an Eved to the most to the, to the lowest things. And the Gemara defines an Eved as what? As tes and ben niev, yod and ben that their bali, taiva, and all these things, because again, that, that comes from once you transition from surah to chayma. So we have this process. You have this process. What initially is supposed to be is what? is that the tzura is the one in charge of this whole thing and the chaymer the physicality of who we are is just there to allow the tzura to shine that's a tzadik that's a tzadik but what ha- how does that how do you move from a tzadik to a rasha chas v'shal. like in the Sefer Tanya, tzadik rasha and so the answer is a tzadik means the tzura it's all about the tzura and the chaymer of who the person is is just there to give expression to his tzura that's kavaldik, and wherever he looks Instead of the eyes being a window that things come in, it's like of Shimon's eyes, Nasan boy enav, that he puts his eyes on something, and that that thing is affected by his vision. Right? Eyes are a perfect example of this. In Chazal, we find that eyes can be a way that things come into you, or maybe that same that, those same window those that window is itself a way for you in to to express itself outward. If a person's if the tzura is in play and everything is surdic, then then the tzura is always activating on the world. It want, but here's the process. The process is that's geval, like you're a then, but then there's something happens which is called Geneva. So you're certainly getting, stealing a person from who? The answer is the Tzura is what's in charge. Once a person disconnects himself from the Tzura, then all of a sudden the chomer has been stolen from the Tzura. The chomer has been stolen from the Tzura. The body has been stolen from the Neshama. The Neshama is supposed to be in charge. In other words, this sugya. Of is the process through which a person can descend from Tzaddik to Rasha. And all the different sheet in the Rishonim that we just went through, Taisus, Ramban, Miri, and so on, are, 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 are sort of describing this process in different stages. <clears throat> the Ramban described this, this Indian, this Sugi is what? It's Geneva. So, yes, yeah, like Geneva, Geneva from who? Like, what does it mean? The, the answer is think of it in the following terms. The the aver the, the, over here is not just you know this particular scenario. This is a this is a a lens through which you can view a process of a person descending into a low place, and the, and it starts with what, with his body being stolen from his neshama. from his physicality, from his chaymer being stolen from the authority of his surah The person doesn't feel that anything was uh, was taken away, but his neshama feels that way. Once the guy wakes up and says, you know what, I'm doing my own thing. And the body says, you know what, I, You know, my daddy was a nice thing, but I'm not interested anymore. That's not the, we think of that, okay, the person just is doing something wrong. No, no, no. A Geneva just took place. Because what's supposed to be is that you that your Chaymer is under the ownership, so to speak, and the control of your Tzura. By disconnecting, by ignoring the Tzura, by ignoring the Neshama, that begins all the problems, and that's a nice Geneva. Now, once you have isolated. The guf from the neshama, so to speak, the chaimer from the tsura. Then automatically, the chaimer is what is the nature of, of physicality, like we said, by water or by a, by a donkey. Is a what? It's that it's always affected. It's never in control. It's always looking at everything it sees. It's being affected by, and that's what the Rambam and the Meiri are pointing out is that the problem over here is that this person does is is being dominated. This person is being controlled. He doesn't have his own control. Again, this is this is one. This entire mitzvah is a is a storyline of a person descending into avers. That's the process. But it starts with what? It starts with the ramban, which is you're being you, something. There was a geneva that took place, because it started off that the neshama was in control. And what happened? It was, the body was stolen from the neshama. That's step one. Step two. Now that the body has been stolen from the neshama and it's on its own, it has no control. It has no control. Its its very nature is to receive. Its very nature is to be dominated. Its very nature is to be affected. And that's the world of the Mi'iri and the Rambam, which is that the point over here is that the person is dominated. Now, once you have those two steps, disconnected from the Neshama, step two, and he's taking in everything, then it's only a matter of time until you move to step three, which is, he becomes Mahmashan Eved. He becomes Mahmashan And Evid means low, 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 unable to climb out of the things that he's gotten used to. And so all of a sudden he finds himself in that situation that he's stuck uh, doing Averis and so on, and he's in the Tsar. where did that start from? It didn't start out of nowhere. It started from a longer story. The story started with first there was a Geneva, first it was it, it's all this sughya This is the sugya that's describing the descent of a Jew chas v'sham, into a low place. But the and these three shittas the Rishina are described like it's all point like at the end of the day, this guy is stuck in in low, in low in low tivis, in Yanim. But, like, how'd this happen? So the Rishonim come and fill in the process. So the Ramban says, well, stage one, there was a Ganeva. He was stolen from himself. His body was stolen from the Rishos of his Neshama. Step two, and now that the, the Neshama is, is separated from the Guf, the Guf on its own is always being affected and always being dominated. That's the Ramban. And step three, Himash becomes an Evet to low things. That's Taisus. But what we see from all of this is so what's the Eitzah? So what's the Eitzah? The Eitzah is, and this is the great secret, go back to the Ramban. Because it all started from that first step, right? Which is what? That the goof was stolen from the Neshama. According to the Ramban, if you remember, it's not real, right? <laughs> right in the way of the Ramban, right? The guy goes to the guy, halachically, nothing happened. So what does that mean, in It means imprimis, although it might seem that there's such a thing, that this whole process gets started with what? Which is, the gopher is severed from the neshama. And oh my gosh, then the God, then the body is being affected and all, and then he gets stuck into katnas and small things and avdas. But comes the Ramban and says, Khavra, it all started because of a geneva that took place. But there's no such thing, and you can't do it. It's Kailu. The whole thing was because you're imagining the guy is like a chair. And then you could have a geneva over here. But halachically speaking, again, going back in the world of the Ramban, right? Remember in the viewpoint of the Ramban? Like it's all it's all fake. It's all, it doesn't really happen. So if you let's translate that into Paninias. Translate it into Avadis Hashem means that the very beginning of this problem, which is that the body was taken away from the rishus of the Neshama, it never really happened. It can't really happen. Varaya, are you alive? <laughs> if a person's alive, that means ultimately the guf is not disconnected from the nishamah. Can't be. If it happens such a thing the person wouldn't be alive. Which means that even though you're living a life which assumes that you have been disconnected from your tzura. And because of that, you're affected. And because of that, you can't get out of the habits that you've found yourself in. But the whole thing is really a dimmion. Because that first step, which is going Nev Nefesh, from the viewpoint of Hilchis Geneva, really such a thing is not possible. And so, the Eitz, so what's the etzah? So, this is what B'al Balshantav is about. The etzah is just, just allow your Neshama to shine through my neshama, I lost my neshama a long time ago. My body was stolen from this neshama a long time ago. Says says, that didn't really happen. It just means you haven't been living with your neshama. It means your neshama has been in the background. It means it's been hidden. God's presence in the world that wasn't really taken away. It's just in the background. It's just in the background. So what do you have to do? Ignore the, the, the fakeness and get to the truth. The truth is your neshama never left. And this is exactly the Eitzah of, 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 of the Darach Avaida of the bal Shanta, which is not to focus on the Ra, not to focus on the Ra, because once you focus on, okay, I'm already in Eved, so now I have to like go back, I have to go backwards. First, I have to like sort of like you know get myself out of Eved, and then at least find myself back as a Chaimer that's being affected, and then I'll try to rediscover my Tzura. Impossible, impossible. It's not going to happen. What you have to do, therefore, theref is what? Is just ignore all of that, but be makasha yourself to the deepest truth of all, which is that you never left God's presence, your tzura has never really left, reconnect yourself to that. Because this all started from the vantage point of the Ramban, which was that this whole sugi is a geneva dikidin, but the Ramban himself would agree that nothing really happened, technically. It's all as if, if the guy was a sheep, and then uh, the guy's not a sheep. Take a look at Marmukkah number 11, okay? We'll just end with this. This is a maimir from Rav Parcha, one of the great uh, chassidim. So the Baltanyah is a Tzemach uh, 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 in It's a in Pesach Sheni. He says the following thing: Al that the Eitzah, the derech of the Baltanyah was loy lasik el his So the Baltanyah, you want the person? He's, the context over there is he's talking about a person that finds himself stuck in a low place. How do you get out of it? Baltanyah said, not by thinking about what you're stuck in. And not by trying to climb out of the quicksand. Not going to happen. What the Balatani said, what should you do? Be makashi yourself in a deep, in an in 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 unbelievable deep hiskash of das to godliness. And the guy said, godliness? You know what, you know what type of avdas I'm stuck in and you're talking about surah? My surah has been stolen from a long time ago. Says the La lahadam, the whole thing is not true. You still have it surah like you always had. Be makashi yourself to your surah and, and you'll realize and you'll see now, you're talking not in Evid. That's all. Don't try to make yourself ice avid. Realize that you never were. That's the eights of the Baal Shemtun. And he said, mm-hmm. All the evil will disintegrate. That's, he said. That's the inside of all Chassidus is about, is to realize what the process is in terms of how you felt to such a low place of Avdas. But when you actually tr- trace the steps, you'll realize that step one was actually just a dhimmiyah. It never really happened. It's not possible really to be Gain of Nefesh. It's not really possible. And so that's what's going on over here. So that's the Derech Eved Hashem. As we started again, this is a sugya. Okay, kidnapping. It's not whatever. Like m'amish relevant. This mamash Our Eved Hashem is to be kind, to be kind. This uh, this sugya. So Hashem shall and us in the S'chus of the Tzadikim of We should be like to recapture ourselves to the Derech Chasidus and Derech Seferatanya, Seferatanya, and to realize that Einam uh, Olvada, and 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 just recapture ourselves to the real truth that's underneath all things, and it may a little be shown. We're talking out of a, okay.